Hello, I hope everyone listening is having a good day so far. And I wanted to speak on a certain topic, um, one that's really controversial in the African-American community, and that's mental health. And I'd like to speak on this topic, um, mental health slash maybe emotions, but more specifically on the African-American culture. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have um, been hearing about mental health issues more than we have in the past, just due to social media, um, more of the awareness of it uh, um, through TV, social media, whatever, even a family member, um, more awareness just because there are more cases that are popping up just due to the climate of, you know, our environment and the social political um, environments that we're in right now. So there's a lot of um, mental health issues that are going on. And it's really controversial in the African American culture, um, just for a lot of reasons. Uh, Specifically, just because African Americans tend to, as a family, keep a lot of issues within the family to themselves, um, not open to having Uh, a person to speak to such as a counselor is just kind of looked down on in the community and I like to speak on this because it's just a lot of it that's going on it could be mental health issues that's genetic and hereditary it could be mental health issues based on a woman having children with postpartum depression I know I've dealt with it I've had postpartum Um, with my children with a couple Um, and it's not every pregnancy some people think oh my gosh I'm pregnant it's going to happen this time not necessarily but I do think that it has a lot to do with um, the environment that you're in and how much support that you have I also want to speak to this on the standpoint of being a woman and also being an African-American woman Um, I've read an article in the old magazine. Um, I wish I could quote it, but it's been within the last year, uh, which month exactly. But being an African-American woman and going through life, what tends to happen due to racism uh, is that we actually age a lot faster. So let's say a 60-year-old woman, African-American woman, tends to be older than the average 60-year-old white woman due to racism. And being, uh, I can't speak on being a white woman, but I can understand why it might be questions as to how can that possibly happen. But me being an African-American woman, I can absolutely tell you how this happens. Um And it starts at a young age. You know, I can talk about a time when I was in high school. I could just start with a very early example. And, you know, I went to high school and, you know, I went through puberty just like any other woman on earth, you know, at that time. And so I went from a stage of being a young child to having curves. You know, you go through puberty, you know, that hormone is activated and your body changes. And me going through high school, I remember there was a time when I would go to school and I would wear shorts. You know, I probably wore the same shorts I wore the the year before and maybe my body was a bit curvier. But I specifically remember being asked to go home because my body tended to be a bit more curvier. But many times there are white females going around with the same size shorts and possibly curves and they're allowed to walk around um, in these shorts. 
So this trend tends to follow African-American women that we are not enough or we are too much or we are just not living in the moment of who we are and embracing our womanhood, our hair, our body. And also it tends to happen, and I'm sure male, female, when we go to doctors, we're not believed when we have ailments, when we're at work, you know, if we say something, it's not validated until there's a white person or someone of another race that seems to be or 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 tends to be viewed as smarter. It's not believed. So as you go through these and it becomes normalized in your life as you age, huh, you tend to have went through more things than the average person who's not a minority you know everyone has a life where we have to go to work and take care of our kids and eat and shop and clean these are universal so everyone has to go through these things but you have to think of the added negativity that happens on a daily basis to African Americans that we have to deal with that you as a white person who has the term that's very popular uh, white privilege. You don't have to deal with these things. So with that being said, I do feel that there needs to be more conversation and more encouragement of African Americans going out when they feel that they're not in a very good mental space to speak to counselors, someone who's certified and licensed to help you. And I, I you know, I wouldn't have an issue speaking to someone outside of my race, but I may feel more comfortable speaking to a psychiatrist or a psychologist or whatever who is of my race because they may understand and have better tools for me to cope with everyday life. So dealing with your emotions, dealing with communication, being able to talk, if there's something that's going on, who do you go to? Do you feel comfortable around the police? You know, with the the environment that we've been in and what we've seen in the last five years, there is a lot that is going on and we cannot work on these things on our own. You can go to religion. You could go to your religious leader. You need to go to maybe a psychiatrist or a psychologist or just talk to a friend. But you have to understand your friend may not be licensed or have the ability to give you the tools to cope. Even at a young age, you know, I went through something in my marriage and I had to uplift my life. Um, and move to a different location and I have tools that can help me with the stress and the changes that are happening in my life because I'm an adult and I've been through things and I know what tools to go to but what about my children do I expect them to just go through life and understand what's going on but their environment has changed so much no I've moved on, but I can go home and look and see that there's some changes that's going on in my kids that needs to be tended to. And I can talk to them as a mother and hug them and help speak them through certain things and be aware. You know, that's why I changed my environment so that I could focus on my children and I notice it. But at the same time, I still have to deal with the cleaning and the working and my work environment and being a mom to more than one child. I may not have those tools to handle it. So, you know, find providers that are able to help you and help your children with these tools. It's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with the children. Um, And then sometimes there may be some chemical imbalance where medicine is an option, you know, but you have to monitor those things as well as a parent. Do you want your children to get on medication? That's a that's a personal choice. 
But you have to understand with every action, there's a reaction. So if medication is taken, there may be reactions to that medication and you just have to keep an eye on it. So I am a very big proponent of mental health. Um, I've had family members who've passed away of suicide. I have family members who are on medication. I have family members who look down, you know, on certain things because of being in the African-American community. So today, I just kind of wanted to touch on those things and get you to realize that it's not a bad thing if you're having a tough time, you know, going to work. Um, Also, with the same thing in mind of going to work, if you do have personal time or sick time and you feel that you're having a mental day, you just broke up with someone in a relationship, something traumatic happened in your life, don't go to work. If you have those days, don't go to work. And if you don't get in trouble for taking time off, if you don't have those days, take a day off for breather so that you can go back to work the next day with more of a clear mind. Everybody needs a break. Life can become too much at times. And I am telling you, as April, as the person who are starting these conversations to stay positive in life, please take that day off for yourself and have a self-care day. Just sleep all day and then maybe not sleep all day. Get out for a walk. Go get a massage. Go to your favorite coffee shop. Do something that is very rewarding to yourself. I am such an advocate of that, of self-care and self-realization. So talking about emotions and mental health and getting help in the African-American community, please just listen and reach out to someone in your community that can help you. Um, and I think that's all I want to talk about today. So have a good day. Always be self-aware. Take care of yourself. And I'm going to talk to you soon. Bye.